night for Republicans. Hillary, you have a different take maybe than Bakari on Democrats. Yeah, I mean, I, I think as, Mark speaking is right. as a Democrat. Um, I'm, a, I'm a loyal Democrat, but I am not happy. I just think that we are, you know, we did not listen to voters in this election, and I think we're going to have a bad night. And, you know, this conversation's not going to have much impact on Tuesday, but I hope it has an impact going forward. Because when voters tell you over and over and over again that they care mostly about the economy, listen to them. Stop talking about democracy being at stake. Democracy is at stake because people are fighting so much about what elections mean. I mean, voters have told us what they wanted to hear, and I don't think Democrats have really delivered uh, but this I, cycle. I, I think that's actually very true about the national messaging that's going on. But you actually have some good candidates who are following your advice. You have people like Mark Kelly, who is running a great race. You have people like Raphael Warren, yeah, and who's running I, a great race. I would and Josh say, Shapiro. I would say in those places, Fetterman we, and well, Tim we Ryan. have our, you know, the unfortunate um, combination of strong gubernatorial candidates. You know, like Mark Kelly is a pop. I was just in Arizona and spent some time there, talked to a, a bunch of voters. Mark Kelly's popular, but Carrie Lake is more popular. And the combination of Carrie Lake's popularity and Joe Biden's unpopularity is going to hurt Mark Kelly. And so I think we're going to we're we're in trouble because of the top of the ticket. Are you going to interrupt her and disagree? No, with I, I don't want to break up Dem on Dem violence. <laughs> exactly. But, but I, I feel like look, I feel like Blake Masters is going to win Arizona because the reality is that the border is a serious issue down there. And to Hillary's point, they're not the Democrats have not talked about how are we going to do to fix inflation at a 40 year high. What are we going to do to control the border? What are we going to do no, to handle not, crime? It's Instead, not because of facts, Mark. I don't think we're in trouble because of facts. I oh, think I we're do. in trouble because I think of messaging. You're in huge trouble Donald because of facts. You guys were in office is, for a long time. The reality time is, inflation is at a 40-year high because of specifically you guys spending didn't, policy. You were in office for a long time. The and border did nothing crisis. To fix we can immigration. We fix the you never passed those bills. You never got anything done. We have an economic story to tell. People actually like our policies better on the economy. You're kidding yourself. And we have not been doing. Michael. I think they're right. I think that uh, Democrats are about to have a bad night on Tuesday. Welcome back, everybody. It's a new week. Um, if you did not early vote, early voting in all cases here is pretty much done. Tomorrow is the big day. So no matter what you do, if you did not get out and vote, you didn't have the time to, tomorrow you need to make sure you make time to get out and vote because if you want change in this country, you have to put your part in. You have to be responsible. You have to get over there. You have to let your voice be heard and make a change. All right, latest polls. Let's go through a few of them. New Hampshire Senate race, Bullduck versus Hassan. Hassan is a plus one right now. I mean, that's that's really in New Hampshire. I think we got a good shot. You know, you're definitely within the margin of error. Plus one is is really not much for uh, Governor. You got Sunun versus Sherman. Uh, I think it's Sunun. Sunun, Sunun, whatever. He's plus 16. So <laughs> going in, I think he's looking all right. Grassley in Iowa, he's got a plus 12. He's looking okay. Um, Reynolds versus Deheer. Reynolds is a plus 17. I think we're doing okay there. Um, you got uh, the generic ballot. Republicans are favored. So that's a big plus that we're still favored on the generic. Wisconsin, you got Johnson at a plus three for governor's race in Wisconsin. You got Michaels at a plus two. So that's within the margin of error, even though they are ahead. Wisconsin, you guys better you got to come out strong. Nevada Senate, uh, <clears throat> Black Salt, excuse me, at a plus six. Nevada governor, 
Lombardo and, and Solowski. Lombardo's at a plus five. So, I mean, it's a it's a good sign, but definitely not enough for you guys not to feel. I mean, not enough for you guys to sit home and feel secure that you got in the bag. You, you not enough for you not to vote. Get out and vote. Uh, North Carolina, Bud, you're at a plus six. Michigan versus Dixon. Um, they got Whitmer at a plus three right now. I, Michigan, people, come on. I mean, this is the lady that locked you guys up. This, is, this lady kept kids out of school. This lady is horrible. This is the one out there during COVID dancing and making stupid videos with nurses about COVID and, and shots and needles and wanting to force you people to do everything. Come on, Michigan. You guys got an opportunity here. You got you to gotta take advantage of it. Wyoming, you got uh, Hagerman and Gray Bull. Now, Hagerman, <laughs> Wyoming, you're a plus 36. I mean, damn. So, I think you'd be okay there. But still, get out and vote. Arizona Governor, we got Lake at a plus three. That's from Emerson. So, that's the most that I've seen Lake at. That is still very close. So, I really think... You guys cannot sit back on your hands and not go out and vote. If you want Lake to be your governor, get out and vote. Arizona Senate, Masters and Kelly, they still have Kelly at a plus three. But I think Blake Masters got a chance, and that's, that's from uh, Marist. Uh, you know, some polls are better than others, but Blake Masters is a must. We need that in the Senate, so get out and vote. You know, and just to show you how these fluctuate, so – Arizona, Emerson's got Lake at a plus three, and Morris got Hobbs at a plus one. Well, Mar- uh, uh, Marst's got Kelly at a plus three. So, yeah, they, they all fluctuate a little bit. Um, but no matter what, everybody's within the margin of error. You're, you guys are teetering. It's all right there. So that's how important it is to get out and vote. You could be the deciding factor. All right, Georgia, Walker versus Warnock. They're at a dead heap right now, so you you got to – Georgia, get out and do your thing. Kemp's at a plus eight. Um, I believe he's going to beat Abrams. I don't think. I think people just don't care for Abrams. But with that being said, you're, that's not going to happen if you don't get out and vote. Uh, Fox Twenty Nine Insiders got Oz at a plus two. Oz has been slowly but surely pulling ahead ever since they had the. Um, uh, a debate, it looks like he gained some steam and people really saw what Fetterman was about. And then not to mention, did anybody happen to see, holy crap, the low budget, I, I mean joke budget campaign video that Fetterman put out with him and the little boy there and him handing him a bottle of Fetterman soda. I, I mean, that was the most awkward, weirdest campaign ad I have ever seen. I have no idea how they thought that was a good idea, but somebody thought that that was going to, I don't know, uh, spark a fire. I, I don't, I don't know what the hell they thought. If you haven't seen it, please look it up. You'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. It looks like somebody recorded it with a camera from the eighties. I don't even understand why Fetterman, it's like he's Walking along the wall like he's struggling to walk, I I just don't uh, I don't understand it. That I mean, it was, <laughs> it was, I wish I could show it to you. 
It was pitiful. It, it was just dumb. I, I don't. I don't know. So Fetterman, just on that alone, Fetterman needs to lose. But <laughs> he needs to lose for many, many more reasons than that that are more important because he's some type of a radical, crazy person that doesn't need to be anywhere near Congress. So Oz has got a plus two. He's been doing well. He needs to continue uh, getting out there. Grassroots Tuesdays. Tuesday, Tuesday is the day. All right, you got Shapiro. And uh, Mastriano, they got Shapiro at a plus eight. The Fox 29 does. Uh, Marcia says Shapiro at a plus 14. Uh, Trafraga Group's got Shapiro at a plus five. So Shapiro looks like he's holding a commanding lead, uh, lead as governor for Pennsylvania. Um, again, get out and vote. That's the best you can do there. Uh, let's see. Rubio's at a plus eight. No big surprise there. DeSantis is at a plus 12. So I like, I like my odds, although I already got out and I did my part. Um, Vance is a plus nine in Ohio via Emerson. So Vance is holding a commanding lead as of right now, but still again, all these always have a disclaimer to get out and vote. Um, who else we got here? Oh, DeWine. DeWine's got a 19-point lead, so I think, Ohio Governor, you guys are pretty pretty safe at this point. We're looking good. I mean, it's looking like it could very well be a good night all the way around. Uh, predictions. I'm a day ahead, but predictions. Uh, I'm going to go with 53-47 in the Senate. And uh, my house has extended, I think, uh, last time I said, what, 228? I think in the House, I think we're going to end up with 231 seats. So that's just from what I'm seeing and what I'm watching. So that's probably going to be my last prediction I can give you before Tuesday. And we just got to see what happens for Wednesday morning. So, um, yeah, that'll be, that'll be that on that. We're looking good. You know, it's crunch time. Like I said, early voting's done. We need everybody to get out and vote. It is... That important. All right, couple of things here. We're going to go through a couple more uh, unrelated to the election. Uh, Meta, Facebook, is going to start laying off thousands of workers this week, per the Wall Street Journal. I guess the social media or social media matrix was not as interesting, or they can't get it to the level that they thought they could get it to because the technology is not really there yet. So, Mark Zuckerberg is going to lose more money. He's been losing money pretty fast these days. You know, I would not be surprised. <laughs> Zuckerberg uh, kind of starts disappearing in the world here. He just, I've, have you not noticed that it's been getting more and more quiet? You don't hear much as much about him as you used to. Well, his failing company there, Facebook is kind of failing. It's kind of, it's kind of old. Like a lot of people that use Facebook now are people that are like old people. You know, I, that's, that's what I get out of it. It looks like Facebook is not what it once was. Um, I mean, there's still, if you are an entrepreneur and you're trying to, there's still money to be made there and advertising. I'm sure you can do well enough on there, but it's not what it once was. I think Facebook peaked and it's on a decline, like most social media apps. Most social media apps, when they first come out, people get all over them and they're excited. It's something new and creative and fun and everybody's using it. So it's the new latest and greatest thing. I think Facebook is getting to a point where I don't think it's going to go anywhere, uh, but it's kind of run its course as far as its peak. Uh, I don't I don't think it's peaking anymore, even with any little changes that they have. I don't think it's going to do much. They've had so much negative publicity on how they uh, treat people on the right side 
I think they've lost a lot there. And I don't foresee it making this massive comeback like maybe some other people might. So I think Facebook and Zuckerberg are, are getting pretty close to the end of their reign of tyranny, which for us is a good thing. Uh, the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, kind of a letdown. Uh, I saw an article in a conservative brief. Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett has again turned down a challenge to, uh, to Biden's student loan handout, um, though the program remains blocked for the time being. Experts believe that eventually one challenge brought by six states will likely make its way to the high court. Uh, it has the fewest procedural hurdles. That case is currently before the 8th uh, U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, which had issued an administrative stay on the program while it considers the state's request for a preliminary injunction. Uh, the, mo- the For the moment, though, you know, Americans can still apply for loan forgiveness uh, through their program because Coney Barrett blocked uh, hearing it again. And this is the second time. She did something similar last month where she ended up uh, blocking a request last month. Conserv- uh, <clears throat> I'll read it directly from there. I quote, Conservative Justice Amy Coney Barrett rejected the motion from a Wisconsin group without offering any explanation. The Brown County Taxpayer Association filed the motion Wednesday asking the court to immediately pause the loan brief program while it moves forward with a litigation against Biden, uh, Biden's administration. Coney Barrett stopped it. I don't, I don't understand why student loan, it's, it's on the taxpayer dime. The way this country runs, you just can't continue to hand out freebies. You know, we can't accommodate these types of bills because we're already in debt $31 trillion. We don't need to be paying off irresponsible people's loans. I'm sorry. That's not the way this is supposed to be. You can't use taxpayer dollars to pay off people who are irresponsible, who either took out a loan, never finished their college education, or got a loan and did finish their college education, but it's in a field that there is not high demand for, so you don't can't get a job. Or maybe you just don't want to pay your loan back, so you're just trying to get rid of your loan payment. Uh, I mean, whatever the case may be, maybe you did get a job as, say, a nurse or a nursing assistant, but you just don't want to pay it, so you'd rather be forgiven because you think that you're entitled to get that free education and you shouldn't have to pay for it. Somebody's got to pay for it. Somebody always has to pay. This isn't money that just evaporates into thin air and it's like it never existed. Somebody has to pay. You took the loan out. So when the federal government pays that loan back or wipes it clear, oh, just like we did, just we forgave it. It doesn't exist. Oh, it does exist. It's just that we're paying for it on the taxpayer's dime. It absolutely exists. It doesn't just, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't just evaporate. It doesn't thin air. Oh, that's it. No, we gave, we, we forgave you 10 grand. Poof. It's gone. That's it. Nobody's paying nothing. No, obviously somebody's paying something and it's me and you that are paying it. Now, I've said multiple times on this program, I already saved and paid for my college, my kids' college education. We're the ones that are going to pay for it. We're going to help the kids out and what we can't do and they got to do for themselves and they got to get a job and do for themselves. I don't want them to take any loans out and I'll, I'll, I will make sure they don't. Let's put it that way. I will talk to them and do what's necessary to make sure they don't because it's it's an unnecessary expense to have. 
Okay, how don't matter how long it takes to get through college. You don't have to get through college in four years. However long it takes, you work, and at the end of it, when you're pay, when it's all paid off, if you got some type of college education that you wanted, perfect. You don't owe anybody anything. You go start working in the field that you chose, and that's that. But all of these freeloaders that want a freebie handout to erase their student loan debt because, like I said, either they don't want to pay it back or, oh, I can't get a job because uh, I got a, a eight-year degree in the study of stargazing. <laughs> okay, well, whose fault is it that you decided to choose a profession that, well, gee, I don't know, nobody cares about? Okay, there, there's no jobs for. There's three people on the whole planet that actually have a higher paid job for that, and you're not one of them. It's not. It's not our fault that you made that bad decision. As a matter of fact, it's your fault and it's your counselor's fault. You should look up when you're going to college. What are you interested in? When you find something that you're interested in, then you should look up. Is there a demand for it? How much does it pay out a year? Where is the hottest areas that it's in? Is, it, is Are there jobs necessarily in my area? Or will I be willing to relocate to where the jobs are? Is there a need today, but there won't be a need four years from now? Is it in a sector that's growing and there's a need today and the need will be even greater four years from now? These are the things that you need to take into consideration before you go borrow money from the government and and get a degree in something that you don't end up working in, and then you just want to say, hey, you know what, I never used it, didn't do anything for me, but I'm bogged down by this monthly payment, so make it disappear. Amy Coney Brown, I don't know what the hell she's doing either. Why don't you hear these cases? Unless she thinks that they are so, uh, there's no way they're going to win, or they're just not put together well, I don't know why she wouldn't hear them. Hopefully, the one that they're talking about that's in the eighth, eighth Circuit right now will make its way up there from six states. Maybe that'll be the one that they will finally hear and put this to rest. You can't just eliminate debt. The president doesn't have that power. He is not allowed to do that. You can't just pay off these kids' debt with taxes. It's, it's a question that should be proposed to the people. Are you willing to pay X amount of dollars for the government to pay off student loan debt and uh, let the people decide. I can tell you it's a no for me. I don't care if you're struggling. Everybody struggles. Uh, Everybody struggles, even people that don't have student loan debt. I never had student loan debt. And believe me, in my life, I have struggled severely. Okay, Not knowing where my next meal is coming from with the family. So I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, I can't make that $400 payment. Well, whose fault was it you took out the loan? I didn't take out the loan. I knew better than that. <laughs> I knew they weren't going to trap me where I got to pay all that crap back. Not happening here. I'm going to stay on top of it, see how everything shakes out. We'll see what goes and gets where, when it gets there. I'm sure when a big decision is made, I'm not going to be the sole person you hear it from. I'm sure it's going to be all over the place. So we're going to follow that one and Hopefully, hopefully, at the in the end of all of this, you know they'll do what's right with, at the Supreme Court, and they'll tell them you do not have that power, you cannot do that, and let's move on. Um, all right, 
All right, let's talk about something I like to talk about, which is climate change. Yay! <laughs> Everybody's got pet peeves. You can tell climate change and electric cars and all that crap is one of mine. Uh, I definitely get heavily criticized for it, but not that I care. Uh, the global energy crisis is causing a coal, is causing coal use to soar ahead of the United Nations COP27 summit, where countries will renew pledges to phase out fossil fuels, Bloomberg reported on Friday. Numerous world leaders, including Biden, will attend Egypt's COP27 to discuss plans to slash carbon emissions and promote green energy amid a rising energy crisis. Meanwhile, coal-fired electricity generation, particularly in Europe, is surging as Russia's natural gas and renewable energy sources are in short supply. This is all coming from Bloomberg. More than 40 countries agreed to completely phase out or defund coal projects during 2021's COP26 climate conference, according to the BBC. Although coal coal produces more emissions than other fossil fuels, coal-fired electricity production could set a record for the second straight year as energy-starved countries refire coal plants to power their economies in the winter months. Shocker. Nations like Germany have been forced to restart coal plants. If you remember, we talked about this. I told you they had a couple that were offline and they had to bring them back online because you're going to freeze to death otherwise. Uh, They wanted to restart the coal plants to keep the lights on. As Russia continually disrupts natural gas deliveries into Europe following levied sanctions after Russia's invasion of Ukraine, exacerbating energy shortages. China, a country that obviously will not be, nor do they care to attend the COP27, is also ramping up coal production to secure its energy supply. China is the world's largest carbon emitter and emits more emissions than U.S., Europe, and Japan combined, largely due to its manufacturing industry, which is largely fueled by coal. We talked about this. I told you that China was building more I don't remember the number offhand, but it was more coal plants over the course of the last year than they had in the last, I don't know, 20 years. And I would like to point out the big talk always, always is the United States, us going green by 2030 or 2035 or setting all these goals. Listen to what it says, because this is fact, because I always say this about our carbon, our carbon emissions, Okay. China is the world's largest carbon emitter and emits more emissions than the U.S., Europe, and Japan combined. So this takes me back to even if we put ourselves through hell like a lot of these European countries are feeling right now going into these winter months because they don't have enough energy for their people. If we're going to put ourselves in that position to save the world, what world are we saving when China is, is putting out emissions greater than the U.S., Europe, and Japan combined. So we're going to put ourselves through all of that, through all of the struggles, and through, through all trying times, people without power, rolling blackouts, people dying in the heat in the, in the summer and freezing to death in the winter, us struggling to travel around the United States because we have inefficient electric vehicles that can't get us from point A to point B. We're going to go through all of that And what is it going to do in the end if China doesn't stop? 
You see, that's where all these green, these all these green activists. This is where your plan falls apart, because China puts out so much. You sitting here trying to tell us it's such a serious issue. We have to do this in the United States. We have to do this. Well, it obviously is not going to make a damn di- damn bit of difference unless everybody in the world stopped, and everybody's not going to stop because other countries are not going to hurt themselves the same way that these climate cult uh, activists here are willing to hurt us in the United States. They're not going to hurt themselves that way and they're going to continue on. Climate change is nonsense. The people that are crazy for it are nonsense. When you talk to somebody who is a true, I mean true blue nutcase for the climate, they think it would be better if none of us were here And the planet can just do whatever the planet's going to do. That's how these people think. So being that they would like to eradicate the human race to save the planet, I can't go along with you or any ideas that you have. And then when I read documentation and when I go through papers, and it's, it's not just articles that I go through. I actually try to look up real numbers and statistics just to have them in my mind. When you see the real numbers and you see what a hoax this is, I have no interest in following any plans that you have for the climate. I'll continue to do my part by making sure I'm not a litter bug and I'm making sure that I'm um, treating the environment the way it should be treated and I'm making sure trash is going where it goes. You know, I'm the kind of guy that in my neighborhood, I get a uh, five-gallon Home Depot bucket and a picker. I walk up and down the street and I pick any trash that I see up and I throw it in my garbage can and make sure it goes where it needs to go. Okay. So I actually go out of my way to do more and I'm not a climate activist, not even in the least. I don't believe in any of it. I think it's all nonsense, but I also don't want to see a bunch of trash on the street. I like living in a clean area. So the people that are driving by and trash is blown out cans or bottles, or you got these young kids throwing Burger King and McDonald's bags out the window. I don't have a problem picking it up. I got a problem with them throwing it out. I don't have a problem picking it up, but I don't think that the world's going to hell because there's a bag outside. So I don't believe it. And I like to keep pointing it out to people to share my point of view, how I don't believe it. And then you get some real good information when you find out. And I know that in a previous episode when I went through this, I actually had the percentage of uh, uh, carbon emissions that we put out versus China. And my brain is a little off. I don't remember exactly. I'd have to go back. But uh, last time I checked, I want to say we are somewhere around... 8 to 9% of the world's carbon emission in China was in excess of 30%. So even if you took ours back, which there's no way you're getting to zero, but even if you cut it back by half, if China's building more, that means they're increasing, it's a wash. What have you done except cause us to suffer unnecessarily? So that's why it's important that you know this, that I talk about this, and I talk about it because I want to talk about it. I mean, it's my show, right? <laughs> so if you like to listen to it, listen to it. If you like to listen to it, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, I think it's important because not everybody reads everything. My nephew was over this weekend, and and this one's going to kind of shock you. It shocked me a little bit. And here's a smart kid that um, he pays attention to politics lightly. He's young. You know, he, he, when you're young, you're you're into your own thing. You're just... You're trying to figure yourself out what career you want to have and what you want to do in life. And you just want to be happy and whatnot. And politics is such a messy 
business that you don't pay attention. But one thing that I, I found interesting was, see, he doesn't listen to the news uh, probably you know, you know, like any average kid does. You may hear something here or there, but for the most part, that's not what he does day to day. He didn't know about the messy Afghanistan withdrawal. Now, you're probably in your car or in your house going, what the hell is going on here? Well, the county that he's in is such a blue county. How often or how much of that do you think was actually run on the media where he would have saw it at? And then for somebody that's only half in and half out paying attention and you're in a blue county, how much do you think that that was talked about where he's at? Not much. I was showing him footage of the people falling off the plane so desperate to get out of there that they were willing or thought that they could actually ride on the exterior of the plane to get away from their ultimate fate of being murdered by a terrorist nation. But he didn't know. So why do I talk about these things? I never know who's listening. God knows who's listening. I, I, you know, location, city, sure, I could see that. I don't know which individual. I don't know your political, uh, your political stance in life. I, I don't know anything about you. But maybe this is the first time and the only time you're ever going to hear something like this. Well, it's better that I put it out there. Maybe it'll spark a fire in you and you go, you know what? I want to prove this big, fat, bald, bearded uh, uh, Bubba wrong. I'm going to go and check this out. And then I hope you do look it up. And then when you find out that fat boy's right, well, maybe that will be the awakening moment that you need to go, wait a minute, what else are they lying to me about? So I feel it necessary to talk about these things, which is why I do. And the climate thing is just, it's such a hoax. And I know what it's going to lead to. I know it's going to lead to control, which is why I'm so adamant about talking about it. Because I know ultimately that's the plan. They're using everything with the climate to control everybody. Through regulations, through policies, they're going to, put so much crap in place that they're going to control your life. And I'm not with that. I'm with freedom. Sorry. I'm, I'm the polar opposite of that. I want you out of my life. I don't need your control and I don't need all your policies. Okay. Take a step back get be a backup off of me. I'll run my life the way I see fit. Okay. I know what to do. I know where to dispose my oil when I'm doing oil changes. I know where to put my garbage when I know what to do with all your recycling. I got it. Well, I'll take care of mine, you take care of yours. And if I'm taking care of my situation, I'm responsible for me, we're going to be all right. All right. Well, it's Monday. Get out and vote. Tomorrow's big day. Get up early. Do what you got to do. While you're standing in line, you can listen to the sounds of this voice because it's smooth. Maybe I should be on a a late night program playing nice music. (laughs) I'm actually losing my voice. Uh, it's all raspy because of how early it is. I just uh, I have a tough time. Anyways, uh, make sure that you're getting out and vote. If it's entertaining enough to sit to listen to somebody, listen to me, listen to your other favorite host, whoever you listen to, do what you got to do. Get out and vote. Early voting's over. Tuesday's important for you to get there. Tuesday morning, get out, make some time, lunch hour, after work, before work. Hell, tell your boss, listen, man, I need a couple hours. I got something I got to go take care of. Do what you got to do, but please vote. It is that important this go-round. Oh, probably that important going forward. Let's put it that way. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. It's always great help, especially on Apple. Uh, and if you'd like to check out anything else I do, please go to the website, littlejocc.com. If you'd like to contact me, there is a contact section where you can send me a message. Beyond that, have a wonderful Monday. Tomorrow's big day. Get it done.